I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage, where each word of the script will be printed onto an individual Solero shot, which I will then stand on stage and can and eat one by one, revealing the plot to a 10-minute standing ovation. I'm Joel, the man who puts the trash into heat rash, and across from me is John Harris, the only person in the UK currently wearing more than one layer. John, do you hate yourself? It's so warm. And I wrote that before seeing John. He's wearing two layers. A running gag on this podcast is that John wears too many clothes. It's so hot. I am hot, bothered, angry, uh, really annoyed that I had to do this podcast today because it's so warm and I have to close my window, but I also have to sit next to the window. So it's like being you know, one of the toys in Toy Story when Sid's got the magnifying glass over them. So I will get, if anything, grumpier as this goes on, as I am basically cooked by my own window. Hi, John. Hello, mate. I'm. Uh, it's becoming, on the subject of running gags, it's becoming a running gag, you melting by a window in this podcast. That's, I <laughs> think that's third week the video. in a row. I, look, I just, imagine me, so the way I see myself is that I used to work at a wedding venue years and years and years ago. And at, at the marriage bit where they did the ceremony, they had these giant candles that they would let they would burn every ceremony and so eventually they would just become like these candelabras covered in wax over years and years and years and that's what i feel like every time i zoom you i feel like i'm slowly melting into a ceremonial ornamental candelabra what's up with the that could just be my age (laughs) what's up with the muscle men of the 80s why do they all look like they've melted why why has that happened i don't know have they all melted well, I was just thinking... Are you telling me to stop going to the gym? Because in was 30 say- years' time, I'll be a big melted man. Well, I was just... When you were describing that, I was thinking of, like, the idea of a human doing that, and my brain said Sylvester Stallone, and then next it said Mickey Rourke. That was all. It just... They are of- melty men, aren't they? Yeah. But I think that's no, I plastic know. surgery, when to you, be Maybe fair. when you're that... When you've got that... You're that big and that muscly, and then even if you give it up to a certain extent, the muscle... I don't know... I, look, I don't know biology, but it turns to wax. It turns to candle wax, maybe? <laughs> that's it, mate. Or they live in hot places. They all live in LA. Maybe if they live somewhere colder, they wouldn't melt. Maybe that's what it is. Right, so we've hit And that's some... why Schwarzenegger's Austrian blood keeps him rigid. Absolutely. 
I think we've hit some real sort of hot button topics. This is great for the SEO of the show. Like I'm always thinking about how we get more listeners making snappy mm. titles. Mentioning- Ornamental candelabras. It's a big <laughs> topic on Google. It's the latest home trend. We're, we're taking it back to Miss Havisham times. We're going big on the ornamental candelabras. They are really hot on Google right now. Etsy, you can't move for an ornamental candelabra on Etsy. So we are, we're on for a bumper week if you just call this show Ornamental Candelabra. Um, oh, oh, just going back, I, I want to keep on this um, subject, but just going back for any international listeners, a Solero shot is uh, an ice cream that was sort of in the form of BB gun pellets. Oh, weren't, I was so excited by the Solero shot. When, it was any, a- when I was a kid, I was a complete sucker for anything that just played with the form of confectionery. I you know? still am for crisps. We- I don't really eat crisps that much, but if a brand has come out with a weird new flavour, I need to try it. Would you go? Would you be more? Now here's a question, John. Would you be more, more excited by a new flavour of what's it or a new shape? Because <laughs> well, I don't think they've done flavour for no. At the minute, you can get prawn cocktail, right? Mm-hmm. And you can get crunchy little ones, which is sort of like a knickknack. And was I more? I think I was more excited about the prawn cocktail. However, the prawn cocktail ones. Here we go. A giant what's it? Right? You didn't expect me to have so much. <laughs> content on this they're giant ones, delighted which i think is actually sort of a waste because essentially the ratio of seasoning to what's it is off you're excited mm. by the idea of a giant what's it but then actually in consumption you realize it's just a lot of corn with a tiny bit of seasoning you should never have to take two bites out of a what's it <laughs> yeah. right it's not a what's it's like a in one a quaver a skip these are all the in one crisps yeah <laughs> don't be there. actually what's it what what's not an in one I was just going to say. Some will argue Pringle. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm definitely eating. I'm eating more than one in a bite. Do you? Sometimes I treat myself to two or three. Mm. I like that. Just I like that about you. Anyway. Ju- okay. No, 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 a no. A new no. flavour of Pringle. or oh. an, Imagine if they came out with a new shape of Pringle. <laughs> it's like a star or a square. That would be fr- I reckon that would be front page tabloid news. <laughs> Don't you? A shape of Pringle. Imagine a the box. Square. I could see a Square. I could see a square. They, they, you know, they could do it for some, I don't know, some sort of event or something. Xbox, you know, like a one-off Xbox-branded Pringles. They're perfectly square. It's uh, a great idea. The reason I, uh, the reason I say that is because I was thinking, right, we need to get more listeners. We need to be bang on trend. We need to be talking. So I've just checked on the United Kingdom trends, and uh, right now, number two and trending is Curry's Xbox, which I assume means they've got some in stock or it's a competition. But is that why you said it? Yeah. I'd also love them to bring out a curry-flavored quaver. <laughs> yeah because i love curries does that work if i just <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh number one is john i love curries jo- what's number one jo- john cook one of the members of bts just say something john say something you're going if i if i were to come over john <laughs> cook me some food no right john have you seen this thing online about how certain people don't certain nationalities are less likely to cook food for you john cook have you seen that john Oh, the cook for you. Swedish a thing. British person might, but a Swedish person is less likely to. John Cook. Right. I think rather than this weird thing where you're doing, like as if as if people <laughs> are listening, like people are like taking the audio out and trying to find out what we're saying. Can you just say something about John Cook? Can you just say you'll never believe what I've heard about John Cook, and I can make that the title you, of the episode. You will never believe what I've heard about John Cook. He wishes that giant watsits were even bigger. <laughs> he wishes there was just one in a packet. <laughs> It's like three foot long. <laughs> and then he likes to hollow it out and put normal size Watsits in it. Like oh, a different flavour. That's great. 
And that is the title of the episode sorted. Now we'll do the content. Oh, okay. How about some film ideas? Here's one from Pretty Smart for a Snake. The Fashion of the Christ. Ah, I like it. It's good. You know, he's at the Sermon on the Mount and someone from Bethlehem Weekly is asking him, <laughs> who are you wearing? Uh, I mean... Hey, is he a fa- is he a fa- now is he a fashion icon? I think in parts of London, Jesus could walk around and sort of get get away with like people wouldn't bat an eyelid. They'd be like, yeah, mm, mm. maybe put a cap on, and you know you've got an in, East London. Would you say stage. in the last ten years, Russell Brand has essentially dressed in a way that would make you think he has some sort of messianic complex, which I think is even a name of one of his. I was going to say he, he's aware. He has the hair, and he just wears doesn't he just wear like white flowy things now? Yeah, that does ring a bell. So. In like, what did Jesus wear? Did he only ever exclusively wear the white robe, or he, did he like? Did he have it? He never had an image change or anything. Well, I think he, all, he didn't like wear skinny jeans once or anything, something like that. No, he was definitely not wearing trousers. Okay. But I think there's like depictions of him in like. <laughs> Do you think it's strange to think that Jesus never wore trousers? <laughs> it is quite weird, isn't it? Any other episode that would button? be that would did be the ever name wear of the anything title. with a button on. Did Jesus ever wear a button? See, these are all potential episode titles in the previous week but we all know what i'm going to call it this week because i need that sweet sweet seo and we might get killed by the bts stands so jesus had a beige phase i'm sure you know i've seen depictions it wasn't just straight to white that's probably just when he walked through the desert though maybe i think they all i think all the robes started off white he was a sandal guy right famously he is a fashion icon jesus sandals are an item of clothing (laughs) imagine do you think you would have taken Jesus less seriously if he was wearing flip-flops and you just heard the like the clip of the flip-flops as he was walking <laughs> up to do his Sermon on the Mount? As he walked alongside you in the sand? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I Do you think he took his flip-flops off to walk on sand? You can't. It's, uh, even Too Jesus hot. couldn't walk on. He, yeah, he can walk on water, but he can't walk on sand in flip-flops. No one can. Do you know what I thought yesterday? I had a really horrible hangover. And I thought, if I actually thought this, John, yesterday, I thought if I was living in Jesus' times, I'd pretend to have leprosy so that he would cure my hangover. <laughs> I don't think that's how. I don't think that's how miracles work. I would just go up to him and be like, "Oh, Jesus, I feel I'm so ill," and he'd put his healing hands on me, and then my hangover would be gone. And I, re- I don't, I'm not saying a lot of people did it, but I reckon some people did it. Do you think you, you know? It's like pulling a sickie. And telling your office, oh, it was, I don't know what I ate last night, when what you ate last night was 10 pints of Guinness. <laughs> That's all you, you know, it's a little white light. I'm, all I'm saying to Jesus is, look, I, look, look, I'm in the queue with a lot of guys with leprosy, right? But at no point do I say to Jesus, I've got leprosy. But the person in front of me, he heals for leprosy. The person behind me, he heals for leprosy. I just walk up and say... I'm feeling pretty rough, Jesus. Feeling pretty sick. And he heals me. Now, is that bad? Is that wrong? It's not like he's got a cap. He can only heal 10 people a day. <laughs> where, do you, where do you stand on that, John? I'm trying to trying to get into Radio 4's moral maze so that I can present it to them. They, they won't Dece- answer my call. <laughs> Deceiving Jesus seems pretty bleak, I'd say. <laughs> be- do you think he'd know? I think, here's the thing. I think he'd know and he'd do it yeah. and he'd forgive me and I wouldn't have a hangover anymore as well, so... <laughs> Ah, what about if the hangover was caused by him turning water into wine? Yeah, well, the, I think in that case, you'd have more than every. Right I've got, to I've that. got Jesus over a barrel. Yeah, just turn that wine back into water inside my body. 
There we go. Now I'm hydrated and not hungover. Um, what? A, wait, have we done one? Oh yeah, gee, the fashion of the Christ. Yeah. Thank you yeah. very much. Uh, Twitter name that I can't remember. This one pretty smart for a snake. Thank you. This one comes from Sophie. Jurassic Park Dominion. Dominion. The mi- oh. Dominion. Jurassic Park. <laughs> the Minion. Well, this makes sense, right? This makes perfect sense because the Minions are little slapstick idiots, aren't they? Yeah. So if they were running a dinosaur park, the dinosaurs <laughs> would break out almost instantly. I've never even... Do you know what? I've never seen a minute of a Minions film, but I feel like I know exactly what happens in all of those films and exactly the vibe. They're little yellow idiots. They get into all sorts of scrapes. They end up running a dinosaur park because their leader grew. grew yep. It's his new diabolical plan, Dinosaur Park, but the Minions are staffing it. Chaos ensues. It's the crossover we didn't know we needed, but now we all love. So, or are they giant minions? Well, this is, well, I think we can do both. I think the big attraction has to be some sort of enormous minion that's genetically yep, mutated. Brilliant. So at mm-hmm. the end, when it's the the famous sequence where like the the decorations falling down and the Tyrannosaurus Rex like screams out as, as the glass is smashing, it's a, it's a minion. Yeah, a big minion. And maybe the minion's good, and he fights all the dinosaurs that are sort of causing terror. On the minion subject, uh, I think it's Mark Kermode. I am with Mark Kermode, who on um, on his reviews always says that they're sort of anything with minions is sort of unreviewable because they're so. I just there's something innate about them that I just genuinely find very funny. It's sort of it's sort of Chaplin esque slapstick at its best. Yeah, I can't really, I can't really argue. Like I can't really. I love, I love slapstick. I'm into it. I think you would genuinely like them. Maybe hey, maybe that's my Sunday night viewing today. Um, have you seen on the subjects of slapstick? Have you seen the trailer for the Netflix show that we didn't make, but it sounds like something we did make? Man versus B with Rowan Atkinson. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally, one of these things come out, and it does make what we do completely redundant <laughs> because people are making more stupid things than we could ever dream of. Yeah, it's essentially it's that entire episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Have you seen Breaking Bad? I have not, but I know that uh, Ryan Johnson did an episode from the perspective of a fly. And it's a, yeah, and it's, a, I don't think it's, it's sort of from the perspective of the fly. I mean, you don't really know, you know, it's not like. You're not in you its eyes. Flies <laughs> once and dreams. But yeah, it's, well, it's a, is it a bottle episode, they call it in American telly? Yeah. Where they have an episode to save a lot of budget, and it's like a one room thing about a fly that gets into the lab and it can't be in the lab because it will contaminate it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and it's a, quite a controversial episode, I think, in Breaking Bad. I think people love it or hate it. Yeah, and this is just that, but but also in that episode there is loads of slapstick. Okay, so I don't need to. Like Jesse Jesse falls off a ladder, and it, it is f- stupid in parts because they're so trying to get one it, fly. Yeah, so it does exist. Oh. This, for, this show exists in a way. They're like they watched the episode. Is Mister Bean going to cook meth? Wow, that hey, that's not a bad idea. Maybe that's what it, it is. feels like. It feels like Mister Bean would start off trying to bake a cake and would accidentally cook high-grade crystal meth, doesn't and, it? And he's giving it to a local fair as a bake sale? And he give, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> and it gets sold by the Women's Institute. It's just a bunch of old people off their nut on crystal meth. And the Women's Institute become absolutely loaded with cash. And, you know, the the, um, the little uh, village hall that they meet in just becomes progressively more tricked out. They've got, like, a jacuzzi in there. They're making money hand over fist. All the women at the WI are just pulling in in Rolls Royces, and they're all making millions off Mr. Bean's meth, and he has no idea. He just thinks it's, like, a Vicky Sponge <laughs> recipe that he's making uh, every time. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I like that a lot. 
And yeah, and they're just getting more and more pressure to make more and more of these cakes. And he doesn't realise yeah. it's because people are getting addicted. He just thinks people love his lovely cakes. People love his cakes. Oh, poor Mr. Bean. And that is uh, Jurassic Park The Minion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm into it. Hey, what about this one from Martin? Elon versus Predator. Yep. Would watch it. Musk is in the jungle with nothing but his wits to take down Predator. Obviously, we all know John. He's a super genius. He's the smartest man on planet Earth. You think that, don't you? That's what you, what you, a lot of your Twitter accounts are kind of dedicated to. Yeah, my burner um, accounts, yeah. Your burner accounts are mostly dedicated to people that reply to Elon's tweets negatively. You're straight on them with stats and facts that prove that Elon's the number one guy in your life. Um, <laughs> and so take it from here is what I'm saying. What would Elon do in the jungle? You're one of his super fans. You would understand him better than most. Well, he made a flamethrower at one point, didn't he? That was a, genuinely a thing did he? he did. Yeah. He had a company called the Boring Company, like that would bore, bore like boring holes. Mm. But he thought it was funny because it was called the Boring Company, and I'm sure they did flamethrowers for a bit. Um, but then I think they realised what a stupid and dangerous thing that was to do. I'm not sure. I I don't <laughs> well, know. That sell, and outs. Well, they were, they were trying to sell them in home base. I I sort yeah I I sort of think so yeah. Um, so yeah, he could definitely do some flamethrowing. I mean, doesn't this exist? Didn't didn't he call that? Guy in Thailand, essentially a predator, and, they, and he took him to court. <laughs> Fucking hell! Is this just a courtroom Elon drama? Versus predator. Yes. Yeah. So it's a, it's like a propaganda piece for the record. This is all fantasy. Please don't cancel me. This is stupid. But yeah, I mean, a nice bit. Of, yeah, John. Some of the things I've said about Christ, and some things I said about BTS. I think we're, we're really trying to. We're, we're managing. We're getting edge lords. We're getting the edge lords. I don't know if Christianity has edge lords, <laughs> but if if they do, bring them on. We're getting the BTS guys, and we're getting the Elon. Stuff. Who I, I don't think there's anyone left on the internet with like a the, rabid fan base. The, right. So the thing is, I think you go for Jesus. Right, you go for Jesus. That I don't think anything's going to happen to you. I think mm-hmm. Elon. I'm in, I'm in trouble. Right. I think mm-hmm. Jungkook is the most dangerous person we've gone for in this episode by yeah, by my. I agree. Do you think me claiming that he he wants an even more <laughs> giant what's it might be what gets me doxxed and brought down by the internet? Because <laughs> I, I actually think it's a mark of the man. Yeah, I think your allegation against Jungkook isn't exactly. Um, I think it's a compliment. Yeah, but you don't know how you don't know how these BTS fans are going to read it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Uh, this one's from Ula, Saving Pirate Ryan. Great. So Lawrence Fox, Nigel Farage, <laughs> and Boris Johnson are on a pirate ship. <laughs> oh, God. And at Prison Planet is the latest crew member. <laughs> well, and they're going to go save oh. Prison Planet. <laughs> it's like Joseph Paul Watson, isn't that his name? Oh, God, why do I know yeah, his name? Yeah, they're going to save him from from Snowflake Island. No, what was it? Saving, Private, saving Pirate Ryan? Yeah. That's a really fun title. Um, it's nice when someone gets a classic and does something unexpected. Yeah, so a pirate's been kidnapped and taken on shore. And this is like your classic fish out of water thing, I guess. Pirates are terrible on land, but they have to band together and make the most of their resources. Right? I like it. Yeah. M- Matt Damon, is he the pirate who's gone missing? I'm not sure Matt Damon uh, pulls off pirate particularly well. No, he's not a pirate. He's. I actually think, i tell you what it is. It's what we've all been waiting for. It's the Plemons Damon vehicle. Oh yeah, Here they kidnap they kidnap Plemons when they wanted Damon. <laughs> so they're Which both. It's inevitable, right? At some point, they'll both do a film. Yeah, there will come a point. Like so, Plemons is on the rise at the moment. Plemons, I look controversial. I think in terms another, of oh, in this episode, another fucking controversial thing. <laughs> I think in terms of definitely in terms of awards right now, Plemons is a hotter ticket than Damon. Yeah. I can see that. I think Damon might just edge it at the box office still, but I reckon in the next two years that that's going to be Plemons. So inevitably, in five, ten years, a big check's going to come both their way when things have waned a little bit for them to star in a mistaken identity film. And it, they could do it in a a meta Ocean's 12 kind of way where in the film they are Matt Damon and Jesse Plemons. Or maybe it's just the cheapest body swap Freaky Friday film ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> or they play, you know... For example, pirates that get mistaken. It's gonna. I, it is going to happen. If you're still listening to this, because you know I haven't been brought down by the internet fan culture um, of one of the people we've offended today. Mark a note on this day, Tuesday the 14th of June, 2022. Joel predicted the Plemons Damon crossover movie, and then it will happen. 2025. 2025. Summer Mark 2025. Idiot. The big hit. The big smash hit. And and they're playing. Are they related, or it did just happen? It's just a coincidence because they look like each other. It's a coincidence. I think it's a coincidence. Great. So Plemons is kidnapped. Is he kidnapped? I think they're sort of normal buttoned-up sailors, right? They are your sort of British Navy sailors. Okay, nice, nice. And they get and what they get. Part, they so Plemons is kidnapped by pirates. And, and he becomes a pirate. And he likes the life. He actually... Oh, he, and so when they go to save him, he doesn't want saving. Yeah. And, That's and good. That's good. His, his sort of adopt, adoption of the pirate lifestyle makes the sort of British Empire realise that pirates aren't so bad. And we all get, <laughs> we all get on. We all, we all should get That's on. That's a lovely thing, John. It's a nice message. Right. Let's have another one from me. What about this one from Daryl? Nothing, nowhere, all at once. That's good. Have you seen everything everywhere all at once? I haven't actually. Great, I've been meaning to. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> it's uh, multiverse. It's fun in the multiverse, isn't it? It's yeah. Fun. There's multiple universes. So this is just about a single universe. <laughs> it's a film that takes place. <laughs> Imagine, if you will, a film that takes place in one universe. 
Well, that's the the problem is right. Marvel movies have such a hold on popular culture and box office takings that now they're in their multiverse phase. Eventually, we will forget what it's like to see a movie that takes place in one <laughs> universe. You see a kitchen sink and drama. Actually, be quite refreshing. Yeah, a kitchen sink drama. Or, or is Marvel is Marvel's next phase kitchen sink dramas? Well, I discussed that the other. Well, I think we sort of discussed that the other day. I think we should see some other sort of genre of films in those universes. So yeah, I'd love a kitchen sink drama in the the Marvel universe. Yeah, I like the idea of you. Who, get would, who would it be though? I guess like the initial episodes of WandaVision were sort of that, right? Well, they were, they're, yeah, they were comedy, but yeah, they were about just the couple's sort of normal life. I. The thing is, now that they've made in the Marvel movies Thor just a hilarious character, I mm. sort of could probably watch Chris Hemsworth be an, a sort of himbo and do anything really. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I could just watch that all day so i don't like when you watch those films you're like yeah it's great that he's fighting these you know big monstrous baddies but i'm also just enjoying him be hilarious it's not it's not the hottest take or the most original opinion but generally that i get i just switch off in the last 30 minutes of those films yeah i i I would sort of agree and like with the series is now you're like once episode five's done you're like yeah okay the next episode is just going to be a big fight got it yeah cool i know there's there's no new way to do those fights there's just no new way to do those fights. I feel like I have seen something at some point. Spider-Man was pretty good, right? There were some good bits in Spider-Man, but was it the fighting or was it just the fact that the, it was fun because of who was there? Yeah, I think quipping helps make those sort of fights more fun. So, like, again, Tom Holland in Civil War when he's first introduced and he's saying yeah. all the funny things. He's like, is your arm made out of metal? That's awesome. That shield defies the laws of That's probably physics. eight years ago, though, John. Yeah. I'm sure I've seen a fight scene that was done interestingly and I thought, oh, this is entertaining in a different way, but I can't think of it for the life of me. Did, you shout, did you shout that out during the, yeah. during the screening in the cinema? I am, bravo. This is, entertain- this is entertaining in a different way. Yeah. And everyone cheered. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, John, have you got any more you'd like to do or would you like to hear my ones or would you like to hear three very quick ones from someone on a theme? Let's do three very quick ones on a theme. Okay, so we had a running gag on this podcast that no one got involved with, but we kept bringing it up where we asked for films about chocolate. I don't really know why we asked that. No idea. We're right. so, we are so bad at remembering anything that gets said on this show. Yeah. Apologies. If you're binging, you'll be like, you. if, if, there, if you happen to be someone who's just going through these, which thank you, welcome, it'll be so weird because to you, it, we'd have said it like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we asked for chocolate movies for reasons that neither of the host of the podcast can remember um but it's quite funny isn't it we lambast the listeners for not remembering to send us ideas but john we don't remember anything we say no i apologize for last any week we might have requested something else from the listener and it just means that if someone does get involved they'll tweet us something like oh yeah um my bin once smelt like yogurt and uh, we won't remember anything that we've said that relates to that and you just think this person's lost their minds anyway what what's the weirdest thing your bins have ever smelt of do tweet us <laughs> at dream factory pod uh, so these are chocolate films. I'm just, we've got hot fudge, hot fudge fuzz, hot fudge fuzz. Difficult to say quickly. Yep, hot fudge. I just think it's hot fuzz, but it takes place in wherever the Cadbury's factory is in this country. There's a murder at the Cadbury's factory. It's, Someone gets pushed into a vat of dairy milk. It's near Birmingham, isn't it? I know that. Mm. So yeah, I think Sully Hole. I'm going to guess if 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 you put a gun to my head right now and said where is the Cadbury's factory, I'd say Sully Hole. Let's have a look. So, yeah, it's a series of mur- murders that take place. Um, you're right, it's in Birmingham. Well done. It's a series of murders that take place at the Cadbury's factory. Yeah. They're, they're all chocolate-based murders. Confection Air. 
I, I sorry, going back to the idea of murders in the no, because no, I like that. There's something. No, no, I just think I just to to. to this is more well, of it's a all what happens in China. In the exactly, factory. it's 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 almost like the investigation that takes place after Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That could be fun. Confectionaire, Con Air. So a bunch of convicts on a plane, right? Yep. Confection. So, but with not sure. All not their sure crimes John. are chocolate based, or they're chocolate based. No, it's chocolate based crimes. Imagine fill, filling a plane full of people who've, who've been locked up for confession. Well, they committed all of these murders in the factory. There we go. It's a sequel. Um, and the next one's Coco, which I think is a spin on the Pixar film Coco. Yeah, it's got an A at the end of the, the word. It has, yeah. But it's difficult to say that. <laughs> Coco. Cacao. The Land of the Dead. And that's dead. the third one. That's the, no, that's the trilogy. It's a complete trilogy. So Hot Fudge Fuzz, a series of murders take place in a chocolate factory. Everyone arrested for those crimes is transported via a big purple plane. <laughs> They're going to prison. The plane crashes, and then we see them in the afterlife in Coco. Um, I genuinely am where they stuff. meet where they meet their victims from the original film. Ah, uh, well, it's good stuff. I, I like it. Why don't you tell me your idea for a film? A young Katie Hopkins falls into a radioactive vat and is re- reborn. Misinformation. Very good. And let's uh, attack another angry online. Yeah, but I'm, Community. I, yeah, well, fine, but I'm I'm more than happy to to state my name next to that one rather than the accidental Jungkook hate we're going to be getting. And that's actually inspired me to completely change mine <laughs> at the last second. So my film idea this week, John, is the Swiss Family Tommy Robinson. <laughs> Fucking hell! I don't know if we can put this episode out. Oh I- god! <laughs> I can't. I'm not actually 100 percent sure what the plot of the Swiss Family Robinson is. That the family are. A- but they're, what's it called on an island it's like washed up on an island yeah. right and they sort of a family must learn to survive on a deserted island where their ship is destroyed in a storm after being chased by a group of pirates okay Tommy Robinson is washed up on a desert island and he actually learns to love the native people there because they're so helpful and it changes him as a man because we can all change John I honestly don't know what I'm gonna I'm just oh. Apologies. All right, if you look, if you want an edit point, my original idea was King Corn, and it was just about a giant corn <laughs> that, that destroyed New York City. Fucking hell! What the big what's it? <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I think this is the best episode we've ever done. Cue music. John Cook. Oh, well done, John. Thanks, mate. I've just realised that the guy in BTS probably isn't called Jonathan Cook, which is what <laughs> I thought you were saying the whole way through. It's Jun Cook. Jun Cook. Jonathan Cook. <laughs> Who's your favourite member of BTS? Uh, imagine that's like me going to meet, going to see my fucking niece and nephew, or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, I love those BTS guys. My favourite is John Cook. <laughs> Fuck's oh, sake. There's our racist old uncle. Um. Good stuff. God, I, think, I honestly think that's the best episode we've ever done. Um, I hate it so I'd much. I'd like to apologise to everyone. Yeah, blanket um, apology. I might put one at the beginning. But I, I think it's I think it's all fine. <laughs> okay. Apart Great. from all of the stuff you edited out. <laughs> those, those were some pretty serious you, allegations. Yeah, you, you thought what you're hearing is bad. <laughs> you yeah. don't know what I did We actually out. recorded this for two hours. <laughs> oh, Joe, I fainted last night. Oh my God, what happened? In middle of the night... Uh, the fire you alarm. Finally, open those open those pictures I sent you of me in the bath. <laughs> fire alarm Sorry, goes go off. Fire. 
fire alarm goes yeah. off and it turns out so my partner and my baby were sleeping in a different room she put the humidifier mm-hmm. on and then she opened the door and the, all the humidity hit the fire alarm and apparently that can set them off like i remember at uni people telling me that showers would set off their fire alarm sometimes anyway so but that's like a, one o'clock in the morning i'm completely disorientated i run into the corridor and i'm hitting the button on the thing and i just faint and it's at the top of the stairs and mm-hmm. my partner's like l- sitting on the bed l- trying to like comfort my child who's like crying because he's been woken up by a fire alarm and she just sees at the end of the bedroom by the door <laughs> my feet on the floor <laughs> so yeah shit is that the first time you've ever fainted? No, I fainted while she was giving birth. I've, it turns out, <laughs> I, of the, the last year has really proven how pathetic I am. Fight or flight or faint. Well, I've always known. Um, uh, wow, that's I've never. I don't think I've ever fainted. What does it feel like? You just don't, I just don't really remember. I, I I don't remember. Like there's just a weird period in the middle where I don't remember. That's anything. So scary. Yeah. So that was fun. I don't. Yeah. I don't know whether it's the stress of it or like apparently you can get it from sort of just low blood pressure because you jump up out of but you're like lying down completely asleep and then you suddenly jump up and your, your yeah. body's not ready for it but yeah so yeah that was i fun. mean that sounds like the sort of thing that would happen to a hundred year old man yeah like, i know that's not the greatest yeah. excuse is it you it does sound stood like, up too quick <laughs> pretty much also oh, man i haven't i haven't had a chance to thank you for the 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 birthday present you got for my son you're welcome do you want to do you want to tell the listener what it is it's a little, it's a little cuddly blue cheese. <laughs> it's so veiny. <laughs> it's quite veiny, but the best blue cheese is. It's just very realistic. Yeah, I, I, I walked into the room. After my partner had been doing a bunch of unwrapping of presents, and I walked in, and I was like, "Who the fuck got this cheese?" <laughs> and he was, she was like, "Oh, it was Joel." And I was like, oh, "Classic." And Jack, and and our friend Jack. Yeah, yeah. Joel and Jack combined. Um, I uh, we wrote the card together on the train. He did the writing, and I I did some of the words. I've got very bad handwriting. Um, I just thought there's no way anyone else is getting this kid a cuddly blue cheese. <laughs> you know the worry, like when you go to a wedding, that everyone's getting them a toaster. <laughs> That's why I get everyone a cuddly blue cheese, regardless <laughs> All of occasions. the celebration. Yeah, weird. It's always weird at a funeral, but I will not deviate from that. Oh, well done, everyone. Well done, John. Maybe we're back next week, but maybe the internet's destroyed us. <laughs> Thank you. Apologies. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener. <laughs>